Pastor would love to bathe and worship, but I know the children are here. So excuse me. I, I know you don't think Pastor ain't spiritual, but uh, I know I better get something quickly. And I don't want to deliver something to you that can give you a sustaining worship. Amen. And so I, I pray that you are strengthened this morning. God is good, isn't he? And so I thank God for you who are watching online and you who are here. I thank God for every mother. You know, the, the sacrifice and the service of a mother does not go unnoticed. So we thank God for you. I want you to give my wife a hand. Yeah, give her a hand. You know, she had to deal with me and all my spiritual analysis and stuff. So, you know, that's not always easy either. <laughs> So I, I thank God for her. It, 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 she makes the job easy. And so I told her yesterday, she make me look good. Come on, man. She make us look good. You, yeah, you tell your wife, you make me look good. Huh? They ain't looking at me. They looking at you. You make me look good, girl. You make me look good. Huh? Men be acting like it was them. No, you better sit down, brother. That, that's your wife that make you look good. Uh, don't, don't, be careful of your credit. It ain't that paycheck that only, uh-uh. Uh, she make you look good. So, so we thank God for, for you who make us look good. Hallelujah. I want to talk uh, briefly this morning uh, about clothed, being clothed in strength. Clothed in strength. And I'm, I'm going to Give us some things that I believe is going to help us to understand what God is trying to give. And as I'm saying and speaking this this morning, I don't I'm not just talking to women. I want us to hear the totality of what God is trying to say in this message. Amen. Proverbs 31, 25 says strength and honor are her clothing. Strength and honor are her what? Clothing, she shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over her ways of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. You excel them all. Now, before you who are single without with not without without marriage, do, I'm not discrediting you when you see husband because the Bible says click to the next one actually actually that and the next one after that the Bible says that uh, Isaiah 40 54 verse 5 says your maker is your husband somebody say I got a husband uh -huh. somebody say I got a husband yeah and he said the Lord of hosts is his name look at your neighbor and say it's the Lord of hosts <laughs> girl who you dating the Lord of hosts <laughs> I want you to go to a man and say, who, who, who are you in a relationship? His name is the Lord of hosts. Some of y'all need to start doing that. Men be like, huh? Yeah, you, you can, they'll, you, they'll show their true colors quickly. All right. Oh, you dating the Lord of hosts. All right. So, so I want you to understand as we go through this, and you can just add a, a, a battery to this so I can click it. I want you to understand that God is wanting everyone to understand divine order. Somebody say divine order. 
Without understanding divine order, you can miss the extension principle that order brings, uh, uh, the order of God brings, which releases strength and honor to all of us. There's an extension that happens when we are in divine order. So what, what I want you to understand first is we first read that strength and honor is her clothing. So I want you to understand women wear strength and honor. They what? They wear strength and honor. Okay. You women wear strength and honor, which means the strength that they go in and the honor that they go in is what's been given. It's what's been released to them. The strength and honor that women wear usually comes from the words that they receive. It comes from what? The words that they receive. Now, I want you to understand. I want you to go find, uh, click the next one for me. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.23, for the husband is the what? Head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Now, I want you to understand something. The husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Somebody say order. order. Now, this might now if, if, if you in a, a woman's movement, don't don't click me off just yet. It's going to make sense. All right. Because I, the, the spirit that's in the present age is wanting to come out of divine order for acceptance of what's done wrong. Somebody say divine order. God doesn't break order just because people don't know how to do it right. So when we see all these movements, women's movements, when you break divine order, you come out of divine alignment. When you come out of divine alignment, now you set a moratorium on what God can do and release upon the people and the world. When you see a broken world, you see a broken community. When you see a broken community, you see a broken family. When you see a broken family, you see a broken father. I just gave you an order. When you see a broken world, you see a broken community. When you see a broken community, you see a broken family. When you see a broken family, you see a broken father. Because the order was not set in alignment and position that God has ordained. Somebody say divine order. Now, I didn't come here to beat you up. I came here to encourage you, so stay with me. Hallelujah. For the husband is the head of the wife. And I want you to understand in divine order, God is saying the husband is the protector. The one that God is, the, the husband is the one who will give you the honor and the order and the strength that you need. And the husband is supposed to release the words of the house, be the pastor, the priest, and the king of the house over the family. Now, if you're unmarried, the Bible told you that Christ is your husband. And the words that you receive from your husband supposed to be the prophet, priest, and king of your house. Are y'all hearing me? 
I want you to uh, get, hit the next one for me. Now, I want you to read this. Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That he might what? This is what husbands do. Sanctify and cleanse her with the what? Washing of the water by the word. Stop right there. The first commandment he told husbands to do that they might sanctify and cleanse her with the what? Washing of the word. Which means... You can't wash with a word that you don't have. Somebody say incubator. Usually what you give her is what she's given producing to you. He, he says you're going to be washed with the what? Word. But when we're out of alignment, she has to find her way. All right, we're going to keep going. Verse 27, that he might present her to who? I told you she'd make me look good. At such a glorious church, having no spot of wrinkle or any such thing, but he shall uh, that she should be holy and without blemish. So I want you to understand something. God is setting a divine order. And the extension principle of that order is the husband, the wife and the children. What God is saying is I told you to govern your home by the word. Govern your home by the what? Word and through that word, you're going to wash her, and then when you wash her, depending on what you're given, you're going to present her to yourself. So, whatever the presentation is, is what you've been giving. So, women, listen to me a lot of the presentation that you're giving is because of what you've received by a word. Women give what they have what received in a word. There is a difference. I want you to hear me. I don't care who tells my wife something. If I don't say it, she, she won't believe it as much as when I say it. Now, when she was single, and, uh, that's a different story. But if a man comes to her and say, you are this, she won't believe it not because of, just because of who they are. It's because of what she submitted to. He's not the authority over her. So that word doesn't hold anything because until I said, that's why if somebody handled her wrong, at a certain point I step up. I say, ah, now you cross a line. You're going to have to deal with the authority now. So let me hurry up and get to the point because I, I don't want my, my women to leave me just yet. <laughs> like, I get all that, bro, but... uh. You don't understand. I know. I hear you. You don't understand these men. I know. I know. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, brother. I know they always preaching this, but they don't know that. I know. I can hear you in the spirit. It's loud. It, it, mm-hmm, go ahead. Mm-hmm, finish up what you're about to say. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Submit. Uh-huh. Got all that. But, but what, what I want you to understand is God is trying to tell you an order. So if you got to get the order right, somebody say get the order right. 
and I'll show you the positioning. But you got to understand, he wants you to be developed by the word. Get to the next slide for me. We're not going to be here long. Luke 10, 38. I know it's a lot of scripture, but you need scripture to understand. Now it happened as they went and entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him in the house. And she said, sister called Mary. She had a sister called Mary who sat at Jesus feet and heard his word. Sat at Jesus feet and what? Heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister have left me serve alone? Excuse me. Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her and said, Martha, Martha, you worry and trouble about many things. Somebody said there's a lot of things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. We have, number one, misaligned, given honor to our women. I want you to uh, go to the second scripture for me. Go all the way up and go to the second scripture. We have dishonored you, mothers. We have dishonored you. We live in a generation of dishonor. Somebody say dishonor. We live in a generation of dishonor. What do you mean dishonor? We handle women with such great defilement that it makes them to procreate and recreate something that they wasn't built for. They have to artificialize something that they wasn't built for. The Bible told us in 1 Peter 3, husband, love likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife, giving what? Honor to the wife as a weaker, just a vessel. As being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered, which means God is saying it matters how you give honor to this woman. It matters what you say to these women. Because what you say is what you're producing. Single women, if a man is talking crazy, you better be careful allowing yourself to yield to that craziness. I don't care if it's a baby daddy. If he don't understand how to give honor, shut it down. Because if you're receiving those words, you are going to continue to cycle in the words that you heard. You might curse him back, but you walk off feeling what he said. Because of the authority that was in original intent, by default, you're going to feel the words. I, I ain't that, but you're really living out of that. That's why we still give ourselves to that. Somebody say value. I declare that you're going to learn your value. Come on, you're going to learn to know your value. You give yourself to creeps because you don't know your value. You give yourself to less than because you don't know your value. And because fathers, divine order has been out of order. It hasn't taught you your value. So you go with every word, not knowing what a divine word is between a broken word. It's a battle of words. Somebody said the battle of words. 
When you don't understand the battle of words, that's why men can sweet talk you and you don't have no uh, consecration of what they're really saying. Because you don't understand how men work. Do y'all know men are drivers? Men are, we, it, it, listen, we're not game players, but in our head, everything is a game in a sense. I know y'all ain't going to agree with me. Yeah, brother, where you going with this? See, women, we, you know, why am I in this? I'm supposed to be, I think this is important. Women, you know, man tell you something sweet. You're like, oh, we good. We dating. We doing it. But in the man's mind, he playing chess. He playing chess. Uh And if you don't know how to hear the right words, you're going to give yourself into something that really wasn't there for you. He was in a different love that you thought the love that he was had for you was the wrong one. There's more loves than agape. There's ergos uh, love. What, 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 give me some of those. Uh, uh, there's a love that's more sensual love. There's the sex love. And what women don't understand, men, if they're not controlled by the spirit, their first perception of you is not the agape, I promise you. They're driven by a different love first. It's sensual. That's why they don't ask you how you are first. They ask see how fine you are first. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, that thing fine, but you... They, did you check her mind? But women, some of you would be stuck in that Ergos love you. He fine. I don't care what he say. All right. Let's come up out of there. So give honor. Somebody say give honor. So you, you cannot produce where honor has not been given. You walk in what then clothed. That's why most of the stuff that women, the strength that women walk in is the men that they're around. A lot of most of the strength that women walk in is the men that they are around. Divine order and extension principle. So I want you to understand something. We cannot do one without the other. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You cannot do one without the other. So God is saying honor is very important. And if you cannot give honor, honor is so important. He's telling the husband, if you don't honor her, your prayers is garbage. Look how important honor is. If you mishandle her, your prayers don't even matter to me. God fix her. God fix her. She does. God, you know. Ah. Did you honor? Are you honoring her? I want y'all to hear that. Your prayers don't even matter to me if you don't know how to honor your wife. So there's a lot of men praying and counseling. And they haven't even started with honor. Because they haven't honored God first. So what I want you to understand is. Uh, Martha. Martha was distracted trying to do her daily responsibilities. Somebody say daily responsibilities. How many of you feel like you got a lot of responsibility? Especially if you're single. How many of you feel like them responsibilities were way too much? Come on, you feel like Jesus. If, 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 if this man don't come help me, I'm about to go. I'm about to do some mayhem. 
even you married, sometimes you feel like us husbands ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing, in your mind, you battling. Mm-hmm. You, your mind, your face twisted all over the place. Hey, what's wrong with you? You washing dishes, but you been, hey, what's wrong with her? You don't help me with nothing. My, Jesus, tell him to help me. How many of y'all, come on, let me, how many of y'all feel like that? Help me. I got to do the dishes. I got to figure it out. I got to do the end. And the children's crying and everything. Help me. Martha is saying, Jesus, why don't you tell her to do what her responsibility is? And God's saying, wait, you're still missing something. Wait, you're missing something. If you understand what Mary is doing at my feet, to be fed by the word, there is something about the word, women, that will build you up and clothe you with strength that you will be able to navigate and demonstrate him to whoever you're talking to. And I'm going to show you how powerful you are. You are very, you really don't understand your power. You really don't understand. You don't understand how much power you have. So the adversary has diminished your voice. He's diminished how you use your words because of the words that's been given to you. And God is saying, listen, uh, uh, go, go back. Is there a way I can click? Go back to uh, uh, um, go, uh, uh, the, the next one. So he's, he's saying, listen, but one, uh, verse 42, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but the one thing is needed. Somebody say there's only one thing needed. And Mary has chosen the good part. Watch this. When you choose the good part, it won't be taken away from you. So what are you choosing in your day to day? Women, God wants to release stress. He wants to release things off of you by you learning to purpose him first and the words that he's speaking to your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because when you learn to position and purpose his words first, you will be able to navigate and demonstrate him in peace and in joy on a greater level that you ever experienced. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Somebody say, I am powerful. I am strength. The problem is God is trying to help you understand how powerful you are. Today, the divorce rate is as much as the world rate. Because the adversary is moving amongst families and destroying them because they don't understand there's only a few things that's needed. Which is the word of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Hit the next scripture for me. Somebody say I'm powerful. Now let me tell you how your power. The power of the. (laughs) The power of a woman's voice. The power of a woman's voice. Do y'all know your words are powerful? The same way a man can make you feel something. Do you know you can make a man feel a certain way? They're like, oh, yeah, I got my husband. I got him trapped. I got that joker. 
I know the right time, the right word. I didn't even know how to do it. I know how to even use the neck to get it. Oh, yeah, women can test some men up. Well, we walk away, manhood all broken down. Oh, let me pick that back up off the floor. What's she just say to me? Words are powerful. That's why men need respect because if you don't give the words right and you it, it, to them you're showing respect, it wasn't about love. It was how you delivered what you said that made me feel disrespected. And when I feel disrespected, because I told you in men's head, we are chasers. We want to hunt something. We, 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 we're, we're playing chess. While women are playing checkers. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he's saying, watch your words, because even your words can make an unbelieving husband be sanctified. Oh, y'all, I, I need some spiritual people this morning. Your words is so powerful, watch this, that even an unbelieving husband can be sanctified by what you do and say. Ah, somebody say I'm powerful. So honor, honor and strength is given by a husband or by God. And when it's not released by the husband, because you honor the husband, God honors you and still gives you what you need. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? But if you are like Martha, busy trying to do what you think you're supposed to be doing, rather than staying at Jesus' feet to hear his words, to know what you're supposed to be doing in your purpose. Somebody say, I'm coming into purpose. Come on, I'm coming into purpose. Women, and I'm talking, the reason why these messages change is because the world is changing. Do y'all understand that? These messages have to change because the world is changing. What I want single mothers to understand is, you've got to know your purpose before you even get into pleasure. Because if you know your if you don't know your purpose before you're trying to get pleasure out of a man, you're going to allow the man to see the dispurpose in you and use that against you, not knowing that he's using it against you. Why? Because a woman that has not been strengthened over a in order, a woman that's been out of order by default reveals a need for identity. Hear me. What is your value? When I met my wife, there was a certain value about her. I didn't like easy. I didn't like easy. I was like, oh, they, that's easy. But when somebody was challenging, I who she thinks she is? <laughs> you know, let me go get me a new jacket. I'm a, I got something for you. Uh-huh. Let me put this swag on. I, oh, she thinks she is. Are you too good for me? Do you know who I am? But listen to listen. Men look at you at a value standpoint. And the, the, the listen, if I can buy you on sale. I bought you on sale, but you're trying to tell me value. 
Ah, you know what I paid for you? Ah, y'all ain't hearing me. You don't want to know what I paid for you. I bought you on sale. You was, you was on the rack where it didn't mean you didn't have value, but you had a sales tag on it because you didn't understand that because of the broken order, it made you glean to something that is order, but you didn't know what you're gleaning to haven't been tested. Are y'all getting this? So the problem is we have women on sale and they're having children and they don't know that they're trying to make it fit with these men that are dishonoring them. That's producing more dishonor to them and the children and it's a reproduction system that's continuing going forward. Are y'all hearing me? So now everybody just do what they want to do. But God is saying, women, I need you to understand. Be a, come on, I need you to be a Deborah. I need you to know who you are. I need you to know who you are in Christ. And when you know who you are in Christ, they can't manipulate you to be what you never were called to be. But all they can do is add to your value that you already have. Somebody say he's going to add to my value. And if you're married, that's all right. We can get husbands to add too. Say, hey, I love you. I honor you. You give them words to make a man. Use your words wisely. Say, you're so strong. He is weak as a stick. You're so strong. You know what? Come on, let's go. We're going to go get some protein. Oh, baby, you know what? Look at this weight. Come on, like, you can't pick it up. Come on, that, come on. Words. We, we like, oh, yeah, baby, you know what? I can do it. I, see, your words will either build or break down. It's going to build or tear down. See, the problem is you're asking God for help, but you don't know the help is in your mouth. Ah, You're asking God for help, but you don't know the help was in your mouth. Mm. You've only learned to be for sale and make your outer adornment the help. And once they're done with your outer adornment, they leave you. Because you didn't understand how to use your words wisely. Words are powerful. I got five minutes. You're about to go. Words are powerful. And what God is trying to say is that for you to live and be productive, I didn't come only just to encourage, excuse me, just to, to thank you, but I came to encourage you that for you to live in what you need and the grace of God for your life, let me tell you something, especially single women and married women. It's not an excuse to leave your children to the dark just because dad's not there. Somebody say grace. It's not enough to say, well, he's going to be this because that's daddy fault, whatever you come become. That means you're still on the cell rack of not understanding your value that gives greater value to him, too. God is your husband. If he's not there, God is your husband. You sit at his feet. You sit at his face. You sit at his voice and you learn. And every day you build your strength up in the spirit. And in the spirit, a man's going to see you in the spirit and say, hey, girl, you got value. Let me tell you something. Women, you better learn value because today men, men will take you cheap. And, and you wonder why you got kicked to the curb because you, you gave yourself cheap. <laughs> 
They will use whatever you give. Well, why, why would men do that? Because they don't understand either. When the flesh is talking louder than the spirit. Oh, they don't put a face on it. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? But you will give yourself which you were born to give. Into. But if you haven't been built by the order. The father, mother, the prophets in the home to tell you who your purpose and who you're supposed to be. Now you're giving yourself wanting to know who you're going to be in this man that don't even know who he is in Christ. So you compromise. And say, come on, let me bring you, let me bring you into Christ. Somebody say wrong. Because the day you bring them in, the, the, the day you're going to keep bringing them in. The day you bring them in is the day you what? Oh, you better hear me online. The day you bring them in is the day you're going to have to keep bringing them in. You cannot save a man. You can provoke him. You better tell him, hey, you want this? This is value, baby. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I got too much. Um, I done been through too much for you to come into this and think you're going to handle this the way you want to handle it. No, 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 no. I know who I am. I know my purpose. I know my value. You are not going to, and you're not going to brainwash my children with your mess. Fix it first and then I'll see, I'll test you to see if you're ready. Somebody say, I'll test you. Which means if you don't have the testing mechanism as a woman, you're already at a default. Oh, Jesus, we done got quiet. Oh, Lord. If you don't know how to test a man, because the problem is you're being sold by words. Men are good, sweet talkers. They will give you word after word after word after word. They'll go to church with you. They'll slide with you. They'll walk with you. They'll dance with you. They'll, ah, they'll feed you. They'll pay with you. They'll play with you. You'll be like, man, who is this? Man? I, just got a, I just got a winner. But because the man didn't know what was driving him to do the act, once he got what he wanted to get, he leave you on the side of the way and you call him 10 times. What happened? I thought we were doing that because you didn't know how to test. What is this? What kind of love are you talking about you have for me? Because you only talk about Jesus when I bring it up. So is Christ your life or am I your life? Because if I am your life, you're going to mess this up. But if Christ is your life, you can never mess this up. I just gave you a principle. If I see when people go to them, you know, sometimes I watch people marry and say, I love you and I married you because you are my life. Ah, wrong. She is not your life. God is your life. She's your number one. Because if she's your life, that means whatever she does controls everything about your life. But if it's God that's controlling everything about your life, there's nothing that you can't do, nor uh, nothing that you can't, guys can't do. She, she becomes the greatest thing in your life after God. We only submit because of him. So let me let me bring this to a head. I don't know why I got in there. I, I'm so sorry, mothers. Let me bring this to a head. 
God is wanting you to be clothed with strength and honor. And this morning, I want you to know that you only can walk in the strength and honor that you're clothed in based on the words that you're receiving. If a man's word is higher than God's word, you're missing it. What did I just say? If a man's word is what? Then God's word, you're missing it. This is why. Well, I thought you said my husband is above. I thought my husband is the head. He is. He's supposed to be speaking like God. So there is no difference from God in the husband. Are y'all hearing me? There is no difference from what? God and the husband. The husband is the reflection of God to the woman. Married. The unmarried woman, she needs to hear from God and submit to the processes that God bring her to, which is uh, if there's a leader that God has them to develop under. Are you getting what I'm saying? Divine order is a protection through the extension of his grace. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Divine order is a protection through the extension of his grace. You can put it on something, so I'm already done. So I, I want to help you understand this last thing. Some of us are struggling with our identity. And we have kids. And I want to commend you because trying to raise a kid while you're trying to raise yourself. How many of you feel like you're trying to raise yourself, but you're trying to raise children? (laughs) Like Jesus. And you see yourself sometime in your children. My God. But God is saying, if you allow me to build your life by my word, it's not about who left you. It's not about who's not helping you. It's about the words that will not leave you because of what I'm putting in you that's eternal. Somebody say eternal value. Which means the words of God are eternal value, which means when you get it, you got it. We honor women. We honor you, mothers. Mothers, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. And if anybody is dishonoring, dismiss it quickly. Somebody say dismiss it quickly. If they don't know how to talk to you, hang up. I'm going to say it again. If you don't know how to talk, dismiss it quickly. It's the lack of honor that's causing the heart and heartache of our generation. Women are in positions and postures that they were never built to do. I'm not talking about being successful. They were called to be successful, but in alignment. We're not fighting against each other. It's a divine order that God has set. But we've dishonored them. Where is the compassion of our generation? Where are the men who will stand up and say, listen, let's let's bring some of these children under our care. 
Where are we? God is saying, mothers, I'm giving you a grace to know that if you take on my strength, you will never lack. Stand to your feet if you can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.